Cube Radio. You are listening to the Car Guide Podcast with Louis-Philippe Dubé and Gabriel Gélina. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Car Guide Podcast. I'm your host, LP, and I'm with Gabriel, my co-host. How are you, Gab? Salut. Very well, thank you, Mary. Very good, very good. Um, Every year at the Car Guide, we, at around Christmas time, or just because before the holidays, we elect the 2023, our 2023 favorite car, SUV and truck of the year. Uh, note that these vehicles, some of them are on the road. Uh, sometimes they're not quite there yet, but uh, usually you can still get your hands on them. And we we note these vehicles not only for their, you know, how popular they're going to be on the market or how efficient or how powerful they are, but most uh, technologies that they encompass, uh, if uh, they, uh, they promise Uh, 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 breakthrough technologies or breakthrough performance style or uh, certain uh, efficiency promises that uh, that make them a good vehicle overall. We don't know how these vehicles are going to age, obviously. You know, we can't tell the future, but it gives us a good idea. It gives, gives our audience a good idea of what we think of what went out uh, uh, in 2022 and are going to be a good sales uh, or good, very popular vehicles in 2023. Yeah, and also, you know, I think the how significant they are given the present market condition right. is also a very, very, uh, very important aspect. Um, and you know, if, I think I think we could say it outright. You know, for the first time in the history of the of our media, all three uh, winners uh, in the uh, car category or the SUV category or the truck category. Um, they're all electric. They're all electric without <laughs> without surprise. Could, could, could have been surprised, but uh, they're all electric this year. Yeah, that for yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, you know, if you, if we want to talk about the the cars per se, obviously the the winning car, you know, car of the year for us this year is the uh, Hyundai Ioniq 6. We've spoken about it previously uh, on a couple of occasions here because yes. I had the chance to go drive it in uh, Seoul, South Korea. Yes, and um, you know. You know, it's, again, a very significant car uh, because of the uh, it uses the same um, platform as the Ionic 5, but you know much more aerodynamic and uh, much you know greater range. So this one is uh, a very significant uh, player. Also, from a design standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yes. Yeah, just that. And you know the other the, the finalists that we had in this category the Toyota GR Corolla you yes. know an outlier you know <laughs> with because all of wheel the, drive three cylinder yes. engine manual gearbox manual gearbox <laughs> there you go. and something that's very very completely different they, well, you know you mentioned at the beginning that they're all electric mm. but you'll see throughout the the, the well, uh, I said the, the, win- the winners are all electric yeah they're all electric but the finalists, but the finalists <laughs> we're still uh, on the fence about exactly. some of these models right so they. There you go. So the uh, the two finalists, as I mentioned, the Toyota GR Corolla, and the other one, obviously, the Toyota Prius. Um, again, a very significant car. The very first, well, not very first, but the, well, very first mass market. Let's put it that way. Yeah, a hybrid car uh, on the on the market. We've had, you know, obviously there was the inside before and things like that. But anyways, the uh, the Prius is uh, again a very significant vehicle and. 
And again, you know, the, the, the technology, but also the new uh, monobox design, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, very striking. So those are the, uh, our top three. So number one, Hyundai Ioniq 6, and uh, the other two finalists, Toyota GR Corolla and Toyota Prius. But the Prius, uh, for the first time, it looks good. Yeah, I exactly. So. <laughs> that's something yeah, that's worth mentioning. <laughs> Maybe it got there. It helped the, yeah. her, the, the new looks yeah. because if you look at it, I mean, we were talking about it the other day. We have a whole bunch of us, about 10 of us voting for these. And, um, you know, we were talking about the Prius. I said, if you look at it, only if another manufacturer like Hyundai, for, for example, uh, would have done the similar design as the Prius would have said, nah. you mm-hmm. know, like it's not very striking, yeah. as striking as the Ionic 5 or the the, uh, the Ionic 6. But the fact that the Prius finally got, you know, more streamlined, a little bit more sportier, quote unquote, looks may, may, makes it more attractive to the, the general buyer. Yeah. Plus, it's, you know, it's, it's still with given gas prices these days. It's a very significant car. Yeah. You know, when you look about it and look at it, you know, the hybrid drive and uh, a four door uh, car, you know, in, in this now sea of SUVs, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of refreshing to see that uh, the Prius soldiers on with, you know, new tech and, and obviously new uh, new styling. So yeah. that, that's interesting. On to the SUV category, because SUVs are very, very popular, despite our, despite our best effort to keep yeah. our sedans and, and wagons. Um, the GV60, we could say that there's a winning platform uh, also in this, uh, in this uh, uh, trio, because the GV60 is the Genesis, uh, which is the uh, the luxury pendant for uh, for Hyundai, but also a very very uh, a game changing uh, uh, platform uh, that underpins the GV60. Um, and you actually you also were uh, amongst the first to drive the GV60. Yeah, exactly. The GV60. You know, obviously. The only major downside to this vehicle is the fact that it doesn't qualify for any incentives yeah. because of its price. Um, but nevertheless, uh, it's, it's a, the GV, Genesis GV60 is really uh, a, a true luxury vehicle in, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the pure sense of the word. And a, a nice take uh, on that, again, that eGMP platform that Hyundai and Kia are, are, and Genesis are sharing now. And so... It just goes to show just you're using the same basic technology, so to speak, but you can create a vehicle that has a total different flavor, total different style. And also, you know, it's quite a few interesting, well, interesting, some uh, some you can, features that some are a little bit gimmicky, but yep. others are, you know, kind of make a little bit of sense. Obviously, this car has facial recognition. Yeah. So you don't, you know, you don't really, once you have... Um, uh, once the car has taken your photo, basically, <laughs> you, get, <laughs> you can actually access the car without having, having the key fob on you. Yeah. It just recognizes uh, as your face because there's a camera and the, and the mm-hmm. B pillar. Mm-hmm. How well that's going to work in winter with the snow oh, and ice, I don't yeah, know. It's but not going to recognize anything. But exactly. It, that's, like, it, that's like every other sensor piece of yeah, exactly. uh, you know, instrumentation that we see. And then with the, to start the car, you usually basically put your, your your fingerprint on on a, on a little pad and it recognizes your fingerprints and, and starts the car so those two things again a little bit a little bit gimmicky what's also some people think is a, a gimmick on that car is the the crystal sphere yeah um, shifter yeah so basically when you get into the car there's this ball that looks like a crystal and, and when you turn the car on it rotates and it becomes the actual shifter I think that's 
you know, some people see it as a gimmick, but it's, I think it's an, also an important safety feature because when you get into the car and you turn the car on, mm-hmm. uh, then you get this, it's only then that the, the ball rotates and you get access to the shifter. Yes. And so with, with some other cars, you know, you, you're, you're getting into the, the vehicle, you're not sure if it's on or if it's off, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then people will hit Especially the, electric car, exactly, cars. Exactly. You know, you're not, not there's too sure. no sound yeah. or anything. Yep. So if you see the, the, the crystal sphere side of it, you know that the car is off. Ah, and if you right. see the shifter, you know the car is on. Ah, so, I didn't see it that way. That's, yeah, exactly. That's cool. yeah. So, so it's a bit of a safety feature. I, I think that's, that, that's quite, uh, quite nice. The, um, but and and apart from that, you know, significant range, you know, very uh, maybe not the best uh, in the segment or for for electric cars uh, per se, but significant range mm-hmm. and uh, good performance. And there's also <laughs> there's also a drift feature on the performance model, um, which you know sends more power to the outside right rear wheel. Yeah, just throw it in there. Uh, you know, why not? You know exactly. <laughs> you know, because we can kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, nobody's going to use that or maybe in a parking lot sometime. Right. Uh, icy parking lot, whatever. But uh, just because they could, they did. So here you go. And the other finalists are, are you know, not without merit, obviously. Um, yes. The other two are Cadillac uh, Lyric. So uh, Cadillac's uh, electric SUV. Yeah. And the other one, the Mazda CX-50. SUV. Now that's more like a, a traditional kind of vehicle. Yeah. Which and and like I like I always say, you know, if a, if if the CX fifty would have come on the scene maybe a, a year or two ago, it probably would have been a shoe in to, to to win the overall prize, you know, yeah. SUV of the year. But now with so much uh, going on with regards to electrification, hybrid drive, and all that, you know, to to put out an SUV with a gasoline engine, a six-speed automatic gearbox, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's still it's still fun to drive. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most fun to drive SUV out there um, with regards to dynamics and, and performance. But you know, it's you know, as, as I always say. Uh, uh, <laughs> eight is the new six, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so eight-speed gearboxes are now the norm. Yeah, you know that. Uh, so before, you know, not so long ago, a six-speed uh, automatic gearbox was was a significant uh, achievement. But now, you know, you've got everybody or thereabouts with an eight-speed mm-hmm. uh, transmission. So that would be a plus if the Mazda would would have that. Plus, also, you know, it, the Mazda. There's no. Not yet, at any rate, no hybrid uh, yeah. available the, for the uh, yeah. CX-50. Um, we know it's coming. We don't know exactly when it's going to come to the market, but it's, it will come eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, so it goes to show that it's a bit more, um, uh, I wouldn't say retrograde, but <laughs> yeah, say, well, it yeah, is, an old school uh, SUV, it is, you know, and, and traditional SUV. Basically. One thing that we have to mention and why it's there, on it's it's available. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> so we're talking it's, about the Ionic 6, the the Prius, yeah. but the, even the GR Corolla, yeah. or, you know, the Cadillac Lyric, the GV60. I mean, the Mazda CX-50, you want one, you'll, you're, you're going to get one. You're going to get one and yeah. you're going to get a good vehicle because the, the design is, is an absolute standout as yeah. far as I'm concerned. The, 
the the quality of the interior, the fit and finish. You know, no. you really get that that premium car experience. No. Um, but it is an old recipe. Well, an old know, recipe. And, you know, and, and, given the the current times, yes, yes with yeah. hybrid, you know, like I said, hybrid drive and electrified powertrains and things like that. Yeah, the CX fifty does not have that, and that's the reason why it it made the list as a finalist. You know, it's it's in our top three, yeah. but it, it it didn't get didn't get the prize. Yeah, yeah. In terms, in terms of, tr of trucks, uh, obviously electric trucks, everybody's waiting for them. Uh, the uh, uh, Ford F-150 is on top of the list for us. Uh, the uh, Lightning, because it made it to market. We see them on the roads now. Uh, it's it looks like an F-150. It's not funky. It's not it doesn't doesn't look it, it, you know it doesn't it, it functions and it's it's such a popular vehicle. It makes sense to be the first one that you know that Ford comes out with uh, the F for uh, F-150 brand. Yeah, I think it's significant because you know obviously it's the most popular vehicle in Canada, the most popular vehicle in the states as well, mm -hmm. the, the Ford F-150. So to have a an electrified also or an electric. Uh, variant with the with the lightning is very 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 significant mm -hmm. obviously it's not going to be a huge production uh numbers it's going to be very expensive it's going to be tough to get one yes <laughs> there's going to be huge dealer markups and and, yeah. and what have you and it's not without its drawbacks in yeah, the winter sure. and in towing and everything but you know but still you know for for uh, that it's the first electric pickup truck well you you could argue the the rivian you know i think but those are not really on the market yet. yes so the first one that makes it to the market is the uh the lightning yeah and like i said it's a it's a very significant uh if you could obviously you know ford f-150 they make what six hundred thousands uh, of these vehicles per year i'm talking about, of course of the the gas-powered version yeah yep. so the lightning is going to be a, a, a drop in the bucket but as a symbol it's uh it's it's quite uh quite significant yeah yeah definitely uh runner-ups uh Chevrolet Colorado and the GMC Canyon obviously they were just revamped uh these vehicles mm -hmm. but nothing very new in terms of powertrain and the the last one was the F1 uh, the, the F150 again but Raptor R uh just because I guess just because, <laughs> just because. <laughs> it is because it's crazy yeah. and it's still cool. It sounds great. It looks good, and uh, it still reminds us of good old pickup truck that burns a whole lot of gas and makes a whole yeah. lot of power. And you know, obviously the 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 the, the, the crazy suspension on on the Raptor R. Yeah, you know, to uh, to, to go do some serious uh, off roading, obviously. You know, more like the, the the southern part of the United States, the yep. Southwest. You know, running the dunes and things like that. So, a lot of people will still buy them in the Northeast, and maybe may not make full use of the 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 desert Baja yeah, one thousand kind of all the all the drive modes. <laughs> But you still you're still driving. You know, one of the coolest pickup trucks around. Yeah, and it's a bit the same as uh, I don't know driving a very fancy exotic, and you might not use a hundred percent of its potential all the time but it's nice just to show off and to, to drive yeah. around in one so i think that's kind of the appeal of the um of the the ford uh, f-150 raptor r uh, whether or not you're using the capability is just just the looks of it alone is uh is quite compelling yep 
Oh, so that's it for uh, the Car Guide 2023 car, SUV and truck of the year. And uh, next year, it's going to be probably a whole new a whole new ball game since the automotive industry is changing uh, so much. And uh, hopefully next year, well, hopefully the next year, maybe there'll be gas powered vehicles still. Maybe not. Well, who knows? 